WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. This past weekend, we had the NBA All-Star Festivities. So big celeb game on Friday, which talk about feeling old every year. It's like, I don't know any of these people. I have no, no idea. I don't no idea. Nope. None. Because half the time the answer is, ah, he's a YouTuber, he's an influencer. Well, yeah, that's a, tricky. Yeah, like the guy Jalen Brown pulled out to jump over during the dunk right. contest. So Saturday night you had. And I'm sick of that, too. Jumping over people? Yes, I'm enough, done with it. That's all it was. They, they all like, here comes this guy into the crowd to pull Shaq out or to pull somebody yes. else or Shaq out again. And yeah, like, I was really upset at that. Like, I'm not saying Jalen Brown had the best dunks, whatever. He did not. But the fact that McGlung <laughs> won with just jumping over Shaq, it's like we just saw, like, yeah. you jump over You can't over jump over Shaq. There should be one Shaq-related dunk per contest. Yeah. Once somebody uses Shaq, you can't, it's like like horse. You can't, you can't do the same shot twice. And Shaq, they they cheated. Who's the first guy? Was it the Jaimez guy, or whatever? Jaime Jaquez. Jaquez. I think Jaime Jaquez went first. Did he then... jump over Shaq? Because one I of them pushed so. off the way I would have to. Like, like you. Oh, was that push Toppin? Off and like Jacob Toppin? Maybe it was. Maybe it was Obi Toppin. Toppin's brother. Yeah. Then he brought his brother out for a dunk. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's happening? That's the other thing is you can't push off. You got to take the ball from them. You can't, Mac like, McGlung legit jumps over. Oh guys. yeah, he can jump. He's insane. He can absolutely jump. But I still think. Stop jumping over it. Like, you get a one jump over somebody, then, like, do something else. That is odd. Like, I was watching the old... Hey, let's bring this guy out. Let's put somebody on his shoulders no. and hold the ball like this. It's yeah, all but... the same. So then Donovan Mitchell was out there for Jalen Brown. The the guy that was sitting in the chair filming it for his Instagram. I'm it's like... Kai Sinat. I don't know who, who that is. Uh, Stiz, and I, I take it as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy? What does he do? He's, a like, a Twitch Twitch guy. Twitch guy. Yeah, Twitch. What he, does that mean? We're a Twitch guy. He lives. Right he does a, a Twitch lot guy of that's right. Right you, now. you are. You are. Um, Twitch.com slash WEI. Uh, nope, that's not it. Uh, WEI Boston. <laughs> it's not dot com. Dot net. <laughs> nope. Dot org. Nope. But uh, yeah, he's just a Twitcher. <laughs> he's just a Twitcher. But he's what super, mean, super popular. Is he? he no, just I'm, does I'm, live streams. Like, I'm sure what he, does he do that makes him famous and popular? And Does he do unboxings? Yeah, I'm sure he has at some point. I love an unboxing. Of a card set? Could be anything. Could just be a box that you got from somebody that, that follows you on uh, Twitch or something. That's a bomb. <laughs> Could be. That's why you tune in to find out. You don't know what it's going to be. Could oh. be the old, uh, Wait, so people- hey, it's, uh, it's tennis balls. No, it's snakes. <laughs> what? You know what I'm talking about? The thing you open the... No? Anybody? Oh, yeah, the old thing oh, back the in the day. spring yeah, 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 spring-loaded yeah. snakes. Yeah. Like peanuts or something? Yeah, whatever it's supposed to be. But then, yeah, it goes flying out. But yes, Everybody's that does make you it. feel old because I I did I like Micah guys. Parsons won the MVP and I'm like, hey, I know that guy. I know Micah Parsons. Heard of him? Yeah, he's good. But at least half the guys. No, the dunk contest. I, I the floor was kind of cool. The awesome. LED floor that helped. Awesome. That gave it a nice boost. The judges a little were slippery, I guess. Yeah, that's what Jay, you could tell, and that Jalen even said that afterwards. Thankfully, he didn't blow anything out. Yeah. Well, everybody was worried about it. You think he's going to be worse in the second half because of the dunk contest? I would say no chance. No, no chance. Whoa. He kind of stumbled into the All-Star break. Well, that's what I would point back to. Be like, I don't think it was that. I would think maybe the week before. But the judges were bad. Also, why does why do you judge it out of 50? Shouldn't each guy go 1 to 10 and then it adds up to 50? Each judge was like, that's a 47. I don't get that. So you want them to 1 to 10. Okay. Each judge. I thought but they've always did. done it. A 50 is a 50. 
Shouldn't a 10 be a 10? So you want it to be like Olympics. Per- oh, that's right. You're an Olympics I guy. I'm a huge Olympics Perfect guy, as 10. you know. Uh, yeah, Jalen Brown, though, not the best performance, not the worst. Well, I think we knew that. And even yeah. I, I brought this up the last game before the All-Star break. Mike Gorman was even kind of questioning how good a dunker he'd be in this setting. He's more of a game dunker yeah. than a... For a while there, wasn't he leading the NBA in dunks? He's got a lot of dunks. dunks. But, like, Sean Kemp was pretty good in the dunk contest in years past. Yeah, but he could also jump out the gym. Okay. Jalen Brown could jump. Not out the gym. Not out the gym. He can't touch his ass to the backboard or somebody or (laughs) grab a quarter off the top. Well, that's what they need to do. There was – who did the – I was watching some of the the highlights of past ones where they lit the candle on the cupcake and blew the cupcake Gerald Green. Yeah. Yeah, Gerald Green. Yeah. Like, that's creativity. Not picking a different person to jump over than the last guy jumped over. I that's saw, not creativity. I saw Darvin Ham do a dunk when he was in the college dunk contest. He, like, touched the top of the backboard with his, like, yeah. left hand and then they, stuffed it with his right They used like, to grab a quarter. Oh, yeah. They would put a quarter up there and then grab the quarter and dunk it, too. Or two balls. Or they put a dollar up there, then they'd switch it with yes. four quarters. Make what? change. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what they used to do at the park. You're such an idiot. <laughs> uh, no, but like Mac McGlung was clearly the, so, the best dunker. I think Jalen Brown got through because of his name, and I, I'm glad they did that. Like, I'm glad. Well, I liked the they at least let him do more dunks. Yeah, yeah, the, the old cup. school. He basically did Dominique. He did Dominique, um, but he, he brought was, the weird guy out. Who was that, that guy? I don't know. It wasn't Dominique. Yeah, is that guy famous too, Stiz? Not sure. Wasn't he, sure who that guy he was. He brought out a random Dominique Wilkins who wasn't Dominique Wilkins, even though one of the judges was, in fact, Dominique right. Wilkins. That's weird. Confusing to me. But I'm guessing you can't have a judge take part in your dunk. That would be a conflict of interest. That's true. Right? That's an automatic fit. But, like, from he's him. from the Atlanta area, so I thought even he could throw on the jersey if he wanted to. I don't think it would have bothered anybody. And then he tried doing the D Brown thing, and that was kind yeah. of rough. That was a rough go. And I, yeah, he didn't deserve to win. It, no, and it, you're right. And I don't, I don't love the fact that uh, McGlung is now the back to back champion when he's what, he played in four games in his G career League. or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's in the G League. They, but the, they actually put it on the, the right. uh, I forget, probably wasn't TNT. It was probably on Sports Center. They put like the games played, and it's like, yeah. I think he has one. Jalen Brown blows them away. I think he yeah. has one dunk in an NBA game. Yeah. So I, it sucks. I, I you do, want stars. I do you like John Morant versus yeah, Jalen Brown versus Zion Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, those are the guys. I do like that he uh, was actually wearing his G League jersey this year. I think last year he was wearing like a Sixers jersey. And you're like, dude, you're not on the Sixers. <laughs> like, don't, don't you're wear wearing that. that as much as I did. But And then after the dunk contest, they uh, I think it was Ali LaForce was like, you're going to come back next year? He's like, I got to think about it. What else <laughs> you got to do? <laughs> I was going to say, like, you're the guy. They're marketing the whole thing around you. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I know we're get, we might get into some other gender issues. I Go thought ahead. she stunk too. Allie LaForce was bad, uh, but not as bad as Kenny Smith. Outfit was terrible. Okay, so we're gonna fight on this then. I didn't. I had zero problem with what Kenny Smith said. In fact, he was the voice of Andy Hart saying exactly what Andy. Hart I'm not thought. surprised. Why that is Andy the Hart, WNBA player uh, not shooting from the line she normally shoots from? Because that's sort of the idea. Is they're they're bringing her out to go up against Steph Curry. They're gonna shoot from that line. I'm sure that. Uh, they could, she clearly can shoot well, she from that line. It. They did give her yeah, some exactly. say. I usually, so I know it's we live in a time where but everybody wants to, to get, get offended Reggie by Miller everything. And Reggie Miller was a douche. He tried to cancel Kenny Smith. He made it personal. Kenny Smith was I know worse. you wanted to just go play with dolls. Like, Kenny now you're Smith, being a jackass. No, but he was. I, I think I might have come across the table. At I, I don't know how good their relationship is. I would have come across they the table. They were poor choices, and I know they've been working for TNT forever. You need Barkley or you need Shaq. You need somebody who's actually uh, funny Barkley on the broadcast. Barkley was funny, and he pushed his own buttons on the alternate broadcast. 
Oh, I didn't listen to the Talk alternate to, broadcast. He was on with Draymond Green. He had some good shots at Draymond Green. Okay. His first, he set him up with like a dad joke. Hey, Draymond, yeah. you know who was asking about you? And Draymond goes, who? He goes, no one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good laugh. But then he started shredding San Francisco. I'd much rather be in the cold of Indiana than that homeless-filled, oh, gotta wear a, a Draymond say that? vest or whatever. He's like, you're not wanted there. They don't want you there. He's like, good, I don't want to go yeah, there. All right. Um, no, but Kenny Smith and Reggie weren't good. No, but I, and it got awkward. That's what bothered me. It did. And I thought Reggie Miller's the one that brought it. He to might have provoked it. Yeah, but Kenny, I don't think because then he's talking about like women's golf and like the tees and everything. And I'm like, she just got 26 points. That's what advanced to so the why finals. Did she use in the, the real ball. Well, why did she have to use the real ball? I don't know. I I don't know the. I'm asking the questions. So there's if we make it into a what is it a Punit square? You got like. Big ball, little ball. I don't know what a Punit Square is. Isn't that the thing with the genetics? H H big H. I couldn't H, begin H. to speak to that. You have no. I thought Kenny Smith came across like long, a, like an idiot. Why? It, because it was so close. It's one thing if she made like ten, and you'd be like, yeah, maybe if she shot from her her line, she'd be all right. She almost beat Steph Curry. She probably would have beaten him at her line or whatever. It was still super close, and then now she could, has a chance to beat him at that line. See, my see, we talked a little bit about this this weekend on the Fitzy and Hot program, oh two God. to six on a Sunday. I how mean, that, how that if go? that's not a great shift to get, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what is. Um, could they have done two of them where they both have to do short line girls ball and then no. long line boy? Why do you say that? I don't that? think so. Why do, the, why do you just shake your head and squint and make that sound ball, stupid? Shoot the ball that you're used to that shooting. Tone. Shoot the ball that you're used to shooting. That's fine. But from a distance, you're not used to shooting. <clears throat> I don't think they toe up the line every single time. You see Caitlin Clark shoot. She shoots from oh. the logo. I saw Carl Anthony Towns. He was over the line. Yeah, you can't do that. You got to be behind I the line. I think they give him credit for the ones that... They did. They don't care. They got the refs out there yeah. putting their hands up. I'm no like, one you're not, cares. over the line. It's a two. He just made a two. No, I thought she almost beat him. She was within three points. So to suggest that, oh, she should have shot from the girl line. I was like, why? He suggested it. He asked a question. No, he was kind of laying it on. And then he was talking about the girls, the women's team. I stand with Kenny Smith. (laughs) Great. You and and Kenny. I mean. Nobody else. I I didn't see the offensive nature of it. I thought it it wouldn't have been obvious. She almost beat him. It wouldn't have been obvious on that court in particular because all you got to do is like press a different button, right? It's a digital line. So just make the new digital line when she shoots oh, different than... Yeah. It's not like you'd have two painted lines. High school basketball, it's the same line. Men's and women's is the same yeah, line. It is. Girls and boys yeah, high school teams yeah. shoot it from the same line. That's true. So they're the same. Then I just, I don't care for And it's like a two-foot difference, right? Yeah, I can't imagine it's much. I think it's two feet, and yeah. I don't even know on the sides. The NBA line is pretty deep. Like, if you've ever been to a court, yeah. you're used to, like, the college line. You're like, oh, that's what that not is. Not deep but enough like, anymore. Well, no, they can. Well, they're going to get the four point shot in there at some See point. See the average depth of shot in the actual All Star game. Some of the guys had Dame oh, Lillard's was like he had a half court shot, but his average oh his average was like thirty one feet. Well, his, isn't twenty three six the line? So his average yeah. shot was eight feet behind the. Well, the so they line. in the three point like the regular three point contest. Actually, they did this for both. They had sort of like those wing. One ball, like the starry the, the star, ball. The starry You're not going to say the uh, starry ball. Like, if they don't it pay it, I don't say. No, that's fine. Starry ball, and so that was like a deep shot. But that's like Did anybody hit those. Those are Lillard, freak. like because he's used to shooting from there. Yeah, that's where he shoots. I wondered if that ball was a little different. Probably kind of slick. Yeah, it didn't. Look, it looked like almost one like a yeah. an all-purpose rubber one you'd buy for your but driveway. Do you think they end up going with this more? So it's uh, Sabrina Ionesco. Yes, I think is how you say her name, but. Was it Reggie that had an idea? Of, like you could have like Caitlin Clark in it next sure. year. You could have like four, the best four WNBA shooters, the best four NBA shooters. Am I wrong? Am I over exaggerating? Uh, based on what the Twitch says, I think so. and the text says, and what you say, everybody's wrong. Um, 
Caitlin Clark, the most popular female basketball player on the planet right now? Yeah. That's what I think. Has to be. Right. So, yeah, if she comes out, I believe she has one more year of eligibility, and she's making, like, a couple million bucks and having the time of her life. Wait, does she have another year? I thought she I, no had one way. more. Oh, maybe because of COVID? I was yeah. going to say, she I think can't there's have a the COVID most year points ever. I thought there was a COVID year in there. Let's see. I mean, she's already 22. Let's see. Let me see what her... Bo Nix says she can come back for another year. Uh, no, this is her. This has got to be her senior year because she played 30 games in 2021, 20, then 32, then 38, and now however many this year. So I think she's done. It's only four years. She could uh, be like that guy at Miami that's getting like his 11th yeah. year of eligibility or whatever. If I was her, I'd be uh, trying to collect another 800K from Nike yep. and State Farm yep. and all those others. But no, I, I would love to see her in it. I just think they should make it fair and let her shoot from the uh, line that she's used to. It was fair. She would have. She would have advanced in the. Uh, well, they went to like sudden death or whatever. But so in, then, in the eight man tournament, it was like twenty six was the number that got everybody to the next oh, yeah. round. That so was she the number she the scored night. more than like Jalen Brunson and a couple of the other guys. So she should have gotten more points then. Okay, fine. she should get some advantage from shooting from two plus feet further than she normally shoots from. So if she shoots from there and she nails them, yeah. give her a point and a half for everyone. Ha, she's the winner. But I feel like if she had one at her line, they'd be like, you know, she wanted her line. Whereas if you beat Curry at the NBA line, you're like, holy smokes. She outshot Curry at the NBA line. Way more impressive. Mm-hmm. 617-779-7937. Your thoughts on this? We'll we got to go to the phones. They're starting to line up, and they're we very will good go, calls. We will go to the phones. We will certainly go to the phones. Plus, talk about the uh, the Celtics in the second half of the season as well. It's Keith and Hart here on WEI. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some headlines. The Bruins rallied to close out their homestand with a 4-3 shootout win over the Dallas Stars yesterday at the TD Garden. It took nine rounds in the shootout to get it done. Marshan scored the lone goal in the first three rounds before Charlie McAvoy ended it with his shot and Jeremy Swayman made the final save. Swayman had 43 saves on the night. Some roster news for the Bruins. GM Don Sweeney announced the team has assigned forward Oscar Steen to Providence. They've recalled defenseman Mason Lorai and place forward Matthew Patra on long-term injured reserve. The Bruins have the night off tonight. They'll head to Edmonton to take on the Oilers. Puck drops at 10 p.m. from Rogers Place tomorrow night. After 16 years in the league, 10 Pro Bowls, and three Super Bowls, Matthew Slater has announced his retirement from the NFL. Slater released a lengthy farewell in a statement released by the team where he thanked everyone from his family, teammates, the Kraft family, Bill Belichick. Both Bill Belichick and Tom Brady took to their social medias to commend Matthew Slater as well. Celtics return to the field on Thursday. They'll be in Chicago taking on the Bulls. Tip-off from the United Center at 8 p.m. And some Red Sox news. They've signed three-time All-Star and 2023's Comeback Player of the Year, Liam Hendricks, to a two-year, $10 million deal. He was in Fort Myers today in uniform playing catch with the team just minutes after passing a physical. Hendricks underwent Tommy John surgery on August 2nd, so it's unclear when he will make his debut with the Red Sox. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Key shows coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI.
here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, W-E-E-I. Full Tank Program. You can join us, 617-779-7937. Twitter and Instagram, at Rich Keefe Show. And you can also watch the program on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston, W-E-E-I. You get all the shows right there. Let's go to the phones. I know Hart wants to talk desperately to Mike in Connecticut. Mike, what do you have, sir? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. So, evening. Uh, you know, one, the whole shootout between Sabrina and Steph Curry was actually pretty interesting. It was entertaining. It was more entertaining than the dunk contest. But people that are in an uproar over this, they're just offended for the sake of being offended. They're trying to find a way to turn what Kenny Smith said into a bad thing when he really didn't say anything bad at all. Yep. It's like, all right, congratulations. You got somebody to be interested in something that's WNBA-related. Build on it, you know, to, like, to make it better next year. Build off of this. Have a girl shootout. Have a boy shoot out. The winners face off against each other. The winner of that gets to go against Steph Curry and take it one more step. And bear with me, guys, because it's going to be funny. <laughs> after that, after that shootout's okay. done, the lights dim. Winning it all by the outfield comes over the speakers, and all of a sudden you hear, now I know which one of y'all was playing for a second. And out walks Larry Bird. Got it. Uh, you know, whoever wins that one uh, up against the legend. And then every year, do a shootout against, like, a legend. The legend gets to have an untimed you know, uh, go around the racks and just make it more interesting, build off it, because it's pretty obvious that the shootout is the most entertaining part of the weekend. That is true. All right, that is true. I mean, you kinda, the Larry Bird thing, I don't know how that would, how that would play out necessarily. He was there, met Jason Tatum. People make a big deal out of that. First time ever. Did you hear about Which that? I thought was interesting, and then people got mad because people thought it was interesting that it was the first time, and like, why didn't he meet? But Bird's not like around all the time. The recluse. So, yeah, he is. And he works for the Pacers still, right? Maybe. He's a consultant for the Pacers. Yeah, so like, why were they... I don't know why they were supposed to meet, but anyway. I think Larry Bird and Andy Hart have a lot in common. Yeah, stay in the Sun house. goes down, they like to sit home, open a couple Miller Lights, <laughs> right. and be by themselves. Sun goes up, they also like to be home by themselves with Miller Lights. <laughs> so there's nothing true. wrong with that. that is uh, true. So I, I do think Kenny Smith. It was just sort of it was kind of cringy when, like, and then I don't. I think it, it was. was Reggie Miller who made it cringy, not Reggie Kenny Miller Smith. Does have a knack for that, Reggie Miller? He I can't stinks. stand on broadcast. I cannot stand it's on terrible. game broadcast. Cannot stand on All Star game broadcast. They were both bad. They were bad during the dunk contest. They were they were I thought bad during the three point thing because it is a cool idea and it worked out. And that's what like Curry and Sabrina both said in like the little post shootout thing is like. We kind of hyped this thing up, and like, good thing that one of them didn't suck at right, it. Right. So they were no, both it was were good. Fun. It was Curry barely beat her, and you. Wa- I think you want him to win because yeah. he is the considered the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. And as the caller said, Mike, maybe you can now build this. Into I think you something can year think, over year. I think there's something Caitlin to that. Clark gets involved. We yes. did look. She does have another year of eligibility. So maybe she'll stay in school. I would if I were her. Yeah. Um, she's making good money. She's making good money, having fun. She can and look at the blow away the records. And there is just something. And she's about, the most popular basketball player on the planet. She is. Well, women's player on the planet. Yes. There is something about. You could actually argue right now she might be the most popular basketball player on the planet. Good. No. Stupid statement, no. Andy. The planet. What is there? Somebody more popular in Bangkok? Well, the NBA is a world's game. Okay. So I would say, like, Giannis and LeBron Caitlin are Clark much. is very popular. Around the How world? How many people hate Caitlin Clark outside of the Louisiana LSU? area? LSU? I was going to say outside of the Louisiana area. Uh, I mean, I haven't really kept tabs on it. You think there's it. a lot of rich Keefs out there? You hate LeBron James. Doesn't matter yeah. where he plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Miami, super popular. Cleveland. I would never say he's less popular than she is. She does, but he he does, he does has haters. I think you've gone too far. He has detractors. Yeah, you've gone. You've gone. You've gone well, I'm an advocate for anymore. women's sports. It's what I think I've any, been. But I think any collegiate athlete compared to LeBron and Giannis and Jokic and all these guys is not even close. 
Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark's very popular. So have you seen but some like, of those clips like, when she leaves the court and she needs more security than NBA players? You know how NBA players just kind of walk down, throw this, throw that? Well, I mean, she especially gets if you're like Devin Eubanks, Swift. you better have security. You get punched out. <laughs> um, no, yeah, she's in She's a big deal. World. No, she's, def- she's definitely a big deal. I like the idea of them kind of uh, running that back a little bit. It's uh, one thing that you can do. Uh, that is the best. Real, of all the ways they've tried to showcase, for lack of a better word, the WNBA in years past, like they'll just stuff the commercials down your face and they'll be like yeah. constantly trying to hype it up. Like, And then all the different catchphrases and mottos that WNBA has had, it's like none of that's working. But you show that uh, a player can go nose to nose with Steph Curry shooting threes, like, okay. Like Especially suddenly you have my attention. On a level playing field essentially yes. except for yes we'll acknowledge you 603 since you've texted it multiple well, times yeah, we got it she used a tiny basketball yes tiny seems a little rich keith like a little tone there <laughs> it's not a tiny basketball. she used a regulation w- women's basketball yeah. so i mean if you were comparing it to like a uh like a long drive competition or something like she's still going to use the same equipment she's used to she doesn't have to change clubs doesn't have to change right. balls and the golf comparison is the tees. Does she play from the women's tees or the men's? But tees? And that's what Kenny brought up. And I just thought that was kind of uh, so when you if you remember when um, drawing a blank on Manu Bowl no played the LPGA Rebecca du- Sorenstrom Annika Sorenstrom Annika Sorenstrom played on the men's tournament. I'm assuming she had to play from the men's tees, probably. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't do I any know, research. Sure. Yeah, no, I can tell. <laughs> but I assume so. You know, there, and this is like going back to Billie Jean King. Um, tennis. Oh, with, there is. Uh, there's no difference. His name? The, the white guy with glasses. Yeah, what was that guy's name? I remember that. But there was thing. no yeah. difference there, right? The rackets are the same. The balls are the same. The court's the same. So there was no reason for the equipment or the measurements to be a debate back then. Yeah. Because that's the most famous battle of the sexes. Bobby Riggs. Yeah, Bobby yeah. Riggs. Yeah. So that's a... Billie Jean King smoked them. Well, yeah. <laughs> but there was no controversy in terms of equipment, I don't think, then, because there couldn't be. Like, you, you use a tennis racket, you use a ball, you hit yeah, it, the true. court's the same. True. Your court's the same, and the net's not higher. Yeah, we don't want to get into real gender things, right? We're doing real gender things? We don't want to, right? No, but I well, I mean, think... there's a bit of a controversy around here with the KIPP Academy forfeiting the second half of a game because there was a... Well, I see, I don't even know this. There was a person who was born as a male okay. on the other team got it. that injured three players in the first half, and the coach Good was like, Lord, we're done here. It. we got a tournament game next week. Got I'm not it. losing all my players. Holy smokes. And it's been a big, become a bit of a little controversy. Got it. No, but I just think as far as the NBA was concerned, it ended up being their best event by far. Yeah, well, because <laughs> that's where they can compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't okay. say They're not gonna be in the you jump contest. as high yeah, yeah. or whatever. The one place is you can just say, our best shooter yeah. can go head-to-head with your best shooter. And Caitlin Clark, I think, is probably adding to that. Because Caitlin if, Clark's the best shooter in college basketball, correct? I would assume I mean, all so. college basketball. I would assume. Like, I mean, who's I don't the know best sure. men's shooter? Because generally, men don't stick around as long. They're sometimes not as no, polished. No, the best ones like, get the hell out of there. Right. Yeah. So, Caitlin Clark is the best amateur sh- Well, I guess amateur is a loose term these yeah, days. Yeah, she's, she's doing all right. She's yeah. the best non-professional shooter on the planet right now. Yeah. I think that's safe to say. There is, uh, looking at college hoops, there are, wow, there's more than I thought. There is 20, 32 D1 men's players shooting over 40% from three. Okay. That's pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, I would say compared to Caitlin Clark, I don't even know what she's shooting. It doesn't really matter because no. she's shooting from the logo. She's Enough shooting to get double the job team. done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's doing just fine. Uh, 
Yeah, she's killing it. She's at, what, 32 a game? Pretty good now. And she's 39.9. So she's essentially shooting 40% from three, 47.5 from the field, 86% from the line. So and whatever. she's like Curry. She shoots from Anywhere. wherever she decides she yeah. wants to. She even had a comment over the weekend talking about her record that she goes back and watches film and even is like, oh, that's a bad shot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> why are you taking it from there? Just whenever she's ready. I do think the uh, if you had Curry versus Clark next year or the year after, I mean, that'd be, all you know, due respect to Sabrina, but nobody nobody's really familiar with her. You'd be told that she made so many threes at the WNBA right. three point shootout. The 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 problem with the WNBA, the burden of the WNBA is yeah. like just not enough people know. That's why I would stay in school if I were Caitlin. I'm on a bigger platform in Iowa. Do you think there's been good or like really good players? Like UConn's been a, just a factory, whether it be like Sue Bird or Diana Taurasi. Do you yeah. think do you think Caitlin Clark? She needs see the problem is she's gonna need somebody to sort of like run with her. Like when Bird and Magic saved the NBA right. in like nineteen eighty. You could does Clark have that kind of impact, you think, on the WNBA, or is it gonna get kind of lost? I think it'll get lost. Yeah. I do. Just the platform is just the, not a part of people's women's college routines. basketball is taking off a little bit more. Like oh, the I have a buddy whose sister goes to NC State and he's he went to a game and sent me the footage from a NC State women's game. And the building was Going crazy, electric. Like they had a yeah. light show, they had sounds, and like the place was mobbed. The women's college sports are taking off at a higher rate. Like the Nebraska volleyball team that played at the football stadium in front of oh yeah thousand oh it was insane. Women's yeah. college sports are exploding in a way that their pro counterparts are not. Like um, Charlotte North from Boston College, arguably, or I don't even think it's arguable, the greatest women's lacrosse player ever is now in sort of a startup with the PLL, it's not the same. It's not taken off. Like, she was on a right. higher level playing yeah. North Carolina in the title game yeah. than she is at the next level of professional. Well, we saw the same thing when it came to, like, uh, women's soccer. You know, when, when the World Cup, even not, like, the recent two, but, like, go back, like, 20 to 24 years, then they're like, all right, let's do, like, a pro league. You're like, nope. All right, like... It's just, For whatever it's not, reason, it's not, it's not a part of people's habits or routines or whatever yet. It doesn't break through. Nope. But every four years, it becomes the most popular thing in the world. Especially for a you're, you're a four well, year like guy. Me. I like, a, I like anything a that cup. comes every four yeah. years. You like it. Yep, that's right. Big An leap election. Year guy. I love elections. <laughs> I love leap years. Like you know, all that stuff is good. All right. As for the Celtics in the second half of the season, uh, we'll do a tier Tuesday. By the way, eight twenty. We'll talk about uh, title contenders in the NBA. But Celtics rolling on a heater going into the all-star break your guy J- uh, Jalen Brown maybe not necessarily on a heater but the I got team- a new guy who's your new guy Jason Tatum <laughs> okay ever since I put money on him winning the MVP no also because yes I really liked and I actually don't know if Stiz you have this I didn't mention it earlier but so no when he <laughs> well it's probably already in the system all right what are, you, what are you talking about they were talking about the face of the NBA post LeBron and he had an answer about that that is my favorite quote that we've heard from Jason Tatum in his time with the Celtics. You don't have it? I don't know. I, I was even dragging that <laughs> I know you were. You were doing a good job with it. Uh, I got individual awards matter. I got that one on here. So yeah, well, that's label as. But he said, we'll basically, I'll paraphrase. I know this. If I win a title, I'll have something to say about it. And it was... Mm. That fine line between confident, cocky, swagger, Larry Bird, expect, and I, we've debated this for years. Yes. The alphaness of Tatum. Does he have it? Does he have that dog? For him to say, no, 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 I have to win a title if I want to be considered the great individual player. Yeah. I like. Because I think on. there's some modern people that believe in this era just, 
oh no, if I'm great and we don't win a title, whatever, I'm great. Yeah. He he said, no, no, no. If I I know if I win a title, I got something to say about I'm the face of the NBA. Yeah. Loved it. And he has he's played better this year. Flat out, he's been a better all around player this year. I think he's most definitely an MVP candidate. All you voters, make sure you vote for him early. (laughs) Please do. Get in there. Um and you know, I think he has distanced himself from his running mate. Yeah, no, he definitely has. There's a, it, people tried to make the case, even going back a few years, that it was uh, one and one A or whatever. You're like, it's not. Like, yeah, I they, used to make that case. Yeah, I know. And you, were, you were wrong. It was you even to, though for a portion of this season, Jalen Brown was playing the best basketball of his career. Yeah, showed he was worthy of his contract in the middle, right? Like the yeah. beginning, not really so much, yeah. and recently, not so much. But he's going to come out strong after the All Star break. I feel like uh, possibly. But Jason Tatum has sort of. Stepped up even. I would say like the last month might be his best month of the season. He's been pretty consistent all year long. Tatum which is has, key. Which is huge for this. But also for him to win the MVP, I think he's going to need people to either not want to vote for Jokic or like Jokic to kind of cool off a little bit. Because Jokic is like a guy, if he's healthy and plays the the right number of games, you could give him the MVP every year. I actually said that to my wife when I placed the bet. I go, I could use a Jokic knee sprain that costs him three weeks. I think that's what you probably need. Is, but is why can't I just say Jason Tatum is the best player on the best team? You can absolutely and they say would that. not be the best team without Jason Tatum. He True. holds it all together. True. Right? Like these are all, And I know they're talented. And I guess... People are going to uh, vote against him because maybe does he have the most talented roster, most talented starting five, yeah. and that's. But I also think there's something to be said for they added talent in Milwaukee and it doesn't work. They added talent to him and he's made it work as the centerpiece of the talent. But right now he's fifth in odds, and there's been some movement because you know this show talked about it. And then I guess <laughs> Stephen A. Smith talked about it. But uh, Jokic is the heavy favorite. In fact, right now you, you, he's a minus to win the MVP again. Shea Gildress Alexander is second, having a great year. Doesn't have as good of a supporting cast as the other candidates, so maybe that's what goes for him. Giannis is third. Giannis isn't winning it this year. His stats are great, right? But he's not winning it. This I agree. Year. Luka Doncic is fourth, also not winning nope. it. And then there's like a big jump to Tatum, who's alone at fifth, and then you get into all kinds of crazy ones. So I know I'm biased. I really do in my mind. I think the I think season comes down to Celtics to do it. Nuggets, and I think the MVP comes down to Tatum Jokic. Like, yeah, I don't understand why he's as low as he is. They have a decent lead as far as best record in the NBA is concerned. And if it's close, that's the obvious tiebreaker. Yeah. And so I... Denver actually right now is fourth in the West. Doesn't mean Jokic isn't insane and everything. No, he's he does a ridiculous is, player. <laughs> he's, he's and I would fair. also, I'm also hoping, banking on, trying to steal a little like West Coast bias, and yeah. that people will be like, "Oh, I see Tatum more. He's better." I don't think it's going to happen. I think he was sixth. I know you're big on those uh, straw polls or whatever they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say poll. he finished fifth or sixth in the voting. Possibly. In that. But Jokic won it in 21 and in 22. Giannis won it in 19 and 20. Embiid won it last year, but you wonder, like, it's time. At some point, there is just sort of fatigue. Yeah. Voters, like, it happened all the time. Like, Jordan should have won it more than he did. It pains me to say it, but LeBron should have won it more than he did. But guys were like, I'm going to vote for Derrick Rose this year. (laughs) You're like, okay, you're voting for Derrick Rose this this year. year, everybody, vote for Tatum. Here is uh, Tatum. I don't know if this is the cut you were talking about, but he was talking about the importance of individual awards. Individual awards are important. I'm not going to say that they're not, right? Everybody wants to win. A championship, but you want to be rewarded for the work that you put in, for the things that you go out there and, and, and do on the court. They have individual awards for a reason, and 
you know, as a competitor, as a player. You grew up watching your favorite players win uh, MVPs and first team All-NBA and things like that. So, of course, you want to win those things. But it can't, you know, it can't take precedent over playing the right way uh, and doing the things that you have to do in order for your team to, you know, essentially be the best team in the league and have a, a chance to win a championship. Would I love to win? Yes. But, you know, apparently us losing the finals two years ago affects, you know, what people think of me now. So uh, I guess I got some ground to make up. But, you know, everybody who has a vote, you know, they vote. The criteria is different. You know, everybody thinks differently. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it is what it is. So you can't tell people what, they're, what they should look for when they vote. But, uh, you know, it's the beauty of it. So do you believe him that the loss to the Warriors two years in the finals affects how uh, voters vote for him for MVP? Um, to some degree. You think? I don't know if I would actually – it affects the way I thought of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, then. My perception – but carrying forward. Yeah. So then the next year you made it less far. You didn't go as far. But, like, Russell Westbrook and James Harden have had famous playoff choke jobs and then yeah. win the MVP. And they're gaggers. But they win now, the MVP. They won regular they season MVPs. With with statistics. Tatum yeah. doesn't measure up statistically. Okay. Right? Isn't he averaging, like, 27 and change? That sounds right. Okay. So there's guys averaging 30. That's true. Right? That's true. So, if yeah, if you run, if you have a triple-double. He's averaging 20. did Westbrook have the triple-double the year he won it? Yeah. Or two years, maybe. He might have been both years. Or but, one year, I think he had a triple-double and didn't win it. And the one year he did have a triple-double. So, when you do that, you kind yeah. of put yourself in the conversation. But if you're just going to have really good numbers, and yep. Tatum has really good numbers. Yep. But if you're not a top everything, mm-hmm. other factors come. And he just said it. He's right. There's no real criteria. Right, it's if people look at it how they want people. No, do, well, no. if I took him off the team, what would happen? And blah, well, but blah, that's blah. why I think a lot of times there might be like a certain push, and this is this happens in all sports where there are definitely people that cover a team or or they don't see every team as much, and then all of a sudden there's like a like a narrative out there or somebody on a stat based website is like, mm-hmm. here's why this guy's the MVP, and people are like, oh. I think it happened with Marcus Smart. As great as he was as a defensive player, that year, all of a sudden, there was way more chatter about it. And then the next thing you know, it was like, yeah, Marcus Smart's the defensive player of the year. And I think with MVP, you start to get that a little bit. Like last year, I I forget who wrote about it, but there became like a big swing in favor of Joel Embiid. Because it was looking like, hey, Jokic might win it again. And it was like, well, actually... And there was like a deep dive into Embiid stats or whatever, like advanced stats. And it was like, okay, uh, Embiid's the guy. So I think... If a few more people start talking about Tatum, that could swing votes. Oh, absolutely. That could absolutely sway people. Yeah. Because the year Marcus Smart won it, there was the debate locally that I don't think jumped as much nationally. No, it didn't. To Rob Williams. And right. is who's the best on the, on the team. player. Yeah. Right. But Marcus Smart got that. Like, I want to, I, I couldn't find it. I was going to do the, the whole wind share thing. I know. Oh, yeah. Big love on wind that. shares. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes something like that, somebody will just like. ESPN will write a story about, you know, Jason Tatum's wind share, and I'm not saying it is, is light years ahead of everybody else, and that'll just catch fire. Mm-hmm. Especially in baseball, the modern stats have war and different things have started to sway. The uh, plus-minus for the season. If you're into plus-minus, regular season plus-minus, okay. who's first? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah Jason got- Tatum has got the best plus-minus. You know, hey, second. Terp, if you're listening, <laughs> you got a blog about Tatum's plus-minus. Get me an all-MVP <laughs> vote. Right. You're there. You know who's second? Uh, probably Jokic. Derek White. 
Celtics win a lot of games and they win by a lot of points. Yeah, but it's just not all devalued Celtics. the Tatum. It's not all Celtics. Like, there are certain years the plus minus in hockey. It's like nine Bruins, and you're like, okay. Yeah. But it's Tatum, White, then Anthony Edwards, Shea Gildress, Alexander, Rudy Gobert, Jokic. Not so bad. You got a couple other MVP. Candidates yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, I mean Jokic is seven or whatever. Yeah, and like Jokic, I think Tatum averages more points than Jokic, but not by much. And then Jokic dominates. So him. let me ask you a more likely, more likely. Oh, a classic. More our favorite game. What's more likely? Yeah, yeah. More likely, Celtics win the NBA title or Jason Tatum wins the MVP? Uh, the Celtics win the title. I would say okay. it's more likely they win the title. Because right now, to me, they're the favorite to win the title, whereas Tatum is clearly fifth in odds. You and I aren't buying it. I would say he's probably more like third. Yeah, like I, second or third yeah. in my mind. Whereas I think the Celtics team is first. The best team in the NBA. I think so, yeah. They're going to go to Denver and damn the, the light air. They're <laughs> yeah. going to win. Yeah, but... Or they, or they won't, and they'll win four home games because the way things are going, they're going to have the better record than the Nuggets. So you can lose every game in Denver for all I care. I love that plan. <laughs> <It's not laughs> Just win all the home games like the 08 Celtics. And they're a good home, yeah, they're yeah. Good, good home record. That's fine, but we'll see. All right, you can join the show at 617-779-7937. It's a Tier Tuesday. It'll be NBA-related coming up at 820. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Andy Hart. I completely forgot to uh, tell everybody we have our Tweet Beef of the Week with Andy Hart because Andy Hart's the only one who gets into Tweet Beefs anymore. Yeah, why do people not know. utilize the social aspect of social media? Doesn't that mean interact? I don't think you have to fight everybody to make it the social why part Why is it a fight if That'd I be disagree? That'd be fight media. No, but I can oh, disagree. i yeah, so my problem with... We with can your, have a conversation. Nothing You're the typical solved. liberal hippie. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm a hippie. I hate hippies. I hate them. No, but like, uh, we can't have... I don't hate any a, group of people except hippies. <laughs> <laughs> like Cartman. Are hippies still a thing? I don't know. I haven't really run into too many of them. I mean, what would make you a hippie? How would I know You listen person? to Grateful Dead or Fish. So a lot of those people are dead. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So hippies are a dying breed. Tie-dye. Should we bring them back? Smelly feet. Smelly, smelly. Yeah. A lot of hacky sack. Oh, hacky Smelly sack. feet or oh smelly everything? I went to high school with a bunch of these kids. Just the pits. Hippies? Uh, yeah, or like wannabe hippies. Oh, so like, they're not dead the I don't know. I haven't or did checked they, in. like, become mainstream? They realized there was no pay in hippies, so they no, became... No, it's, like, it's a prep school. They're probably all now working on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, they're all, no, they're all, like, probably doing stocks, but... Uh, no, I don't, because you never solve anything on Twitter. Nobody really gets what you're saying fully. And if I have to go back and forth with somebody like 10 times, I'm like, well, I could have spent that time there's doing something better. else. nothing better. No, there's, there's plenty better. you're waiting for a pizza. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so anyway, it's it's not really for me, but I'm glad that you uh, take up these It's weird, though, because you like arguing with callers. I do. Well, yeah, because there's a there's a clear back and forth. You can understand if some what somebody's saying usually Isn't there a clear back and forth on Twitter you Not you press really send, they I press feel, send yeah but then sometimes stuff gets lost in there and you're like that's when I reply with panda emoji that's because I like because you know me I'm a big a tone tones uh important oh and you can't sometimes on Twitter, I don't know if they can tell what I'm saying and they can't if I'm really sarcastic and it goes over their head that then you like sense. get it okay you just you swayed me a little okay. bit there but I also don't really understand why people don't like to take part but anyway 
but you seem to find the people who do. So Matt Miller, who uh, Matt goes by NFL Miller. Draft Scout on Twitter. Oh, okay. Works for ESPN. Works for, I don't know. He makes a lot of money. He told me once, whatever. Oh, he did? Um, we have a bit of a history. Um, got it. Oh, he's got a bunch of followers. He's a, he's a person here. He does well, stuff. He is a person. Yeah, 307,000 followers. Man. So he tweeted. He tweeted out today. Man, he's doing great. Usually Hart gets into fights with people with like six followers. That this is guy, true. It's like an egg. <laughs> it's one of the a big extreme. It's a nude here. woman yeah. in the little pick. <laughs> um, so he tweeted out this morning, 1130, okay. pre-combine draft take. The Patriots bolds this. I don't know how to bold in Twitter. How do you actually. bold on Twitter? Stiz, you get any clue on that? I couldn't tell you. No, no. People uh, do a bunch of things now on Twitter that they I do. That is I bet you have doing. to uh, buy. Oh, he has a check mark. Yeah, so he, he be... pays for the premium. Good for him. Typically, he makes all that money. He can pay for premium. <laughs> That's uh, Patriots should not draft a quarterback at number three overall. Wow. This roster isn't ready for a rookie QB and would just set his development back. I've heard that take. This isn't Houston with a Hall of Fame left tackle and solid supporting cast. Wait a minute. Sorry, go ahead. Finish the tweet. You, I already have beef as well. I mean, <laughs> you don't beef with people on Twitter, but you beef with me reading a tweet. That's true. Uh, this is closer to Carolina, and we saw how that worked out. So I, how do I get to my retweet? Back there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got to find I don't see it. Or oh, did re- you retweet it? Because I'm looking at his comments. You got a bunch of comments. I don't know there. if I retweeted or I replied. Whatever. I said, people tried to tell me this about Bengal, the Bengals when they drafted Burrow. I didn't throw Shime under the bus because he was at one of those time. <laughs> um, And he immediately replied to me. Oh, boy. So we're on. We got now, it on. Now he's 307,000. You threw the, yep. the, the cast out there. He yep. bit. If the Pat, this is Matt Miller again in his three hundred and seven thousand followers, big timer. Yep. Uh, if the Pats were in position to take Caleb Williams, I'd be on board with it. I just don't think May Daniels are close to Williams or Burrow as prospects, where you draft them no matter what. Got it. Getting an elite wide receiver or left tackle in this class is the better play for this roster. Okay. So I'm like, right, okay. So I right. said true. <laughs> so it's really about the quality of the QB more than the situation. I think all three are worth the risk slash reward, regardless of the roster. But if they don't think a QB is close to worthy of the pick, then obviously they shouldn't take him. Because he said it was about the situation in his first tweet. Yes, he did. Then he said it was about the quality of the quarterback. Those are two different things. That is. He said should he not draft the quarterback at number three. Right. Right. He didn't say no quarterback is good enough to be taken he third. He said th- this roster isn't ready for a so you know what I QB. Consider this, as Spock would say. Yeah. V is for victory. You I whooped his one? ass. I whooped his ass on Twitter. What this happened? Morning. He blocked you. I wo- no, he didn't. Okay, okay. I th- I'm surprised. I'm actually not blocked from him based on our history. Yeah. But then all I started having to fight other people offshoot tweet beefs off of this. Oh, I like that. Like Sean O'Connor blue check oh, this mark. Idiot. New Sean O. Burrow went number one overall. In our case, we get the third guy the other teams pass on. Oh. Not the same situation. To which I just replied, obviously. <laughs> or I would have responded, we? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I had to fight people. Some guy called me Jumbo Fart has not looked at QBs drafted third overall since 99. Jumbo Fart's a good. That's good. That's very creative. good. That's the word right out of my mouth. Very creative. I didn't even thought of that. Even thought of that. So Wait, so just because other quarterbacks haven't hit it three doesn't mean you don't draft one in I this said, class at yeah, three? I said nope because that couldn't be less relevant. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter at all. If John Elway, Dan Marino, and Joe Montana go one, two, and three, right. you're not going to take Joe 
Montana because historically speaking, the number three pick doesn't work when it's a quarterback. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That doesn't make any. These sense. people are are twisting themselves into pretzel idiocy to defend. It's so Matt dumb. Miller, who did say this roster isn't ready for a rookie QB. Yeah. One thing that jumped out and to then me, back down and changed his whole argument. So Matt Miller, you can't trust him on Twitter, I, on TV, can't. anywhere. I agree with that on the phone. Well, I reached out to Mr. Miller, oh, so did you? we're gonna see. Yes. <laughs> did we ever hear from uh, no, Robert that, Alvarez? No, Robert Alvarez. Wow. Never, never Ducked got you, back. Huh? Yeah, doesn't yeah. want to be a part He's of that. He's a cat in heat. <laughs> the email, the email has been sent to Mister Miller, so we'll see. So uh, I would love to have him. Last time we went at it. This was good. like twenty years ago when he told me how good, like, how much uh, money he's making. No, it was how good Ryan Mallett was, or something. Whoops. And I was like, Whoops. how do you know? And I said, I've been at every practice he's ever had. He stinks. And the guy's like, well, I, I, I he started telling me. Yeah, people yeah. tell him he talks to people. I was like, who? Elite people Armstrong? carrying his water? Yeah, Elite I mean, Armstrong. What are you doing here? You and Mayock both no. carrying water for the Ryan Mallett crew. One thing that jumped out God to me was he soul. said, yes, yeah, correct. Uh, Hall of Fame left tackle, which is true, I guess, in Houston. But he goes, and it's solid. It's Laramie Tunsil, right? Laramie Tunsil. Is he a Hall of Fame that left seems tackle? strong. He also said solid supporting cast. Did we think going no. into the year Houston had a solid no. supporting cast? The, the supporting cast got solid when C.J. Stroud was playing with him. Now, to be fair, yeah. Will Anderson came with him. Tank Dell came with him. Yeah. But I also think if Tank Dell played with, I don't know, Mac Jones or somebody, he might not be that good. I don't think we'd be talking about Tank Dell. C.J. Stroud is the straw that stirs Correct. the drink. He Correct. was special. It was quite clear yeah. this year, or I should, he had a special rookie season. But then he also was like, this is closer to Carolina. And it's like, so do you not think Stroud is better than Young? You right. just think it's the situation? Like right. only the situation? Like I think the quarterback is a big difference too. Yeah. We, we've come That's a to miss. realize. That's a miss, NFL draft scout. So the 30,000 follower guys whooped the ass of the 300,000, right? I would think so. It's Unfortunately, nice when you acknowledge my victories. Not as many people would see it though. That's Again, true. It is what it is. Followers. Well, he's national. He is national. I'm not. He was on ESPN. People watch I've that. I've never been on ESPN. You've never been on ESPN. No. All BCC. The, what's that now? Isn't that what it's called? No, the. Huh? What's the. SEC Network? No, the one in uh, Europe. Where everybody like the, the BBC? Office. BBC. You're on the BBC? BBC. Were you on an episode of Broadchurch? No, I was like <laughs> an expert analyst on their really? like news, their national news program when the Patriots were over there. Oh. Yeah, I was interviewed. Wow. BBC. How did I put go? it on my like resume? <laughs> See, why not? Networks I've appeared yeah. on. BBC. No, that's pretty good. Uh, you guys can join us at 617-779-7937. Matthew Slater, retired, if you have any thoughts on that. Plus, uh, last Friday, Stiz and I were talking about The Dynasty. I'm sure more of you have had a chance to watch the first two episodes of The Dynasty, so we can get into that as well. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEI.